0: Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
1: Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash impact. This episode brought to you by the following patrons. Min, sex caliber bones a lot. Madeline, Edward, Sunzi, Alyssa, Vixen, Holly, Natasha, Laura, Boezy, Jeremy, Ali, Mr. Ragebomb, Libby, Wes, Aaron, Kristen, Amy, Tia, Matthew, Jonathan, Isaac, and Karun. But because it's that special time of the month, and I forgot last week, we get to shout out our You Can Get It level sponsors. And they are Knitting Menace. Samantha, Trevor, Renee, Tara, Jennifer, Levi, Caitlin, Kevin, Kate, Dharma, Grace, Amanda the Playwright, Alexandra... Brooklyn, Bryce, Sean, Dominic, Shayna, Ali, Dr. Voorhees, MD, Robert, Amelia, Maxwell, Lisa, Martha, AJ, Radioactive Spider, Gwen, Rock Donkey, Irene, Naomi, Brex, Laura Lubu, Cameron, Kaylee, Daisy, Jackie, Alisa, Mushroom Snail Fox, and Unintentionally Badass, A.K.A. Jennifer, and all the patrons want you to know you're loved, you're listened to, and you're a valuable member of this awesome horror virgin community. And if you want to hang out with us in a Blade 2 style rave, do so in the Facebook group where we
2: hang out daily. I don't know how you all watch your Blade movies, but I get a nice cut of brie and goat cheese with berries in it and crackers and charcuterie stuff by myself and just sit there and watch Blade 2. And I think it is the preferred method of Blade watching.
0: <laughs> is it because it's high cinema? It is.
2: (laughs) Because it's one thing from the 90s, 2000s that I've come back to where I was like, I did not appreciate this as a child.
0: (laughs) Thank you for tuning into Horror Virgin. I'm Paige.
1: I'm Mikey. And
0: I'm your Horror Virgin
1: Todd, which means I don't like scary movies, but you guys make me watch them. And this week, pretty
0: sure Mikey made us watch. Blade, Blade Two! Uh, no, I want some credit for this one because I also, okay. I really want it. Okay, credit given to
2: Paige Two. First off, Paige and I are besties and we're in sync and we pick movies together. Like, the, we like are there's aligned. very rarely a Blood Diner type situation where I
1: really go hard. But my but- dear, I never <laughs> mind a Blood Diner. What I fear is. A Deep Star Six scenario again. That was the wrong movie. That is a simple mistake.
2: But talk about why Blade Two. Obviously, it's Black History.
1: Oh no, I didn't mean
0: that. Like how? But <laughs> like, well, okay, Blade Two because one, Blade One is fucking awesome, and two, Blade Two. Just ratchet it takes all the crazy things from blade one and just ratchets them to eleven. It's, perfect. it's Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. It's extra bloody the creature design is fucking weird not all the effects hold up but most of them do most of them do
2: and i was surprised
0: the mouth shit fucked me up guys oh really (laughs) it did not (laughs) No. it should have been a little more practical on people i think well but but then it would have been too predator i mean it's already pretty predator to begin with i was eating the first time you see it and I dry heaved. I was like, oh, God, it was so gross. What if you like, Have you like never had a sandwich while watching porn, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I had to work a full ass day and then immediately start watching this movie
1: and then wait an hour for you and Mikey to be ready. And then start recording.
0: Apology, Mike and I are dealing with a lot,
1: okay? <laughs> wow. It's fine. I was just playing the finals. I was having a great time. Oh, I play. We can play together. Bro, cross platies. Let's do it. I'm, a, I'm the big guy. I'm the big guy. Well, you can technically switch between any of the three classes almost at any point. I know, but I don't. You
0: sound like a toddler where you're just like, I want to <laughs> play. I'm a big, I'm big. I'm big. I'm a tough guy.
2: I play video games to escape intellectualism.
0: <laughs> the thing
1: is, I and about 100,000 dudes between 18 and 28 know what I'm talking about. There's more than that. That game's getting pretty popular. I love it. I really have enjoyed it. Anyway, it's an Wait, aside. I will say, it.
2: I love any movie that spends the first 20 minutes retconning the first movie. Holy shit. Dude! Holy shit. <laughs> Holy Shit,
0: we have to talk about it. Okay, so. Do we want to talk about that now or wait till we. Do we want to talk about it in the scene by scene? Yeah, wait long. Do in the scene by scene. Okay, I'll table it. An
2: insane retcon. They do loop it in, (laughs) they do throw it in at the end. I mean And then they're like va- Regular vampires But when we have vampires Eating vampir- like vampire, Like vampires squared And that'll be the
1: <laughs> It is It is like
2: What without vamp A vamp We did a vampire's vampire Yeah
1: But they don't ever name What that is The reapers the reapers Well yeah reapers, reapers. But like that is not a thing In established vampire lore Is no, it? No it? it's a truly original
2: th- I mean it could be From the Blade comic I have no clue Sure
1: sure sure
0: Okay A lot of different Vampire properties Have a weird version of this, but this is the only one I've seen where they then hunt and eat vampires. Usually, it's something that infects vampires and kills them. So, like in True Blood, it's Hep V. Paige has this like amazing ability
1: to tie any vampire property to True Blood in like
0: one or two steps. It had two good seasons.
1: It had two good. (laughs) Let it
2: go.
0: No. Three is the best season of the entire series. Two is dog shit. One and three are the good ones. Anyway, so. Out of i I'm eight, just saying, there is precedent for out this. Out of eight seasons. Out of seven. But also, there is precedent for this type of a storyline in vampire lore. However, this predates... True Blood the TV show But not the books So I don't know I mean I don't know either I thought they
2: made it up For the movie Like yeah Here's what I'm gonna say From now on When I did not wanna argue About True Blood I'm just gonna say I, I received that
1: Good Good <laughs> I'm not in a season For
0: listening to True Blood facts Right now <laughs>
2: Yeah <laughs> Fun fact If you don't love someone back You also can say that I received that
0: I used to say It was really nice to meet you That's worse Cause what if you're Fucking them <laughs> What I'm not at that point
2: Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm in love with you. I accept that and receive that. Wow, what a blessing.
1: That's some real Tay digs at the beginning of the best man energy you got going on right there, Mikey. I don't want to talk about that movie again.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you guys will have to check out our Romance in the Pod episode on that to find out why. Yeah, no
2: spoilers. You'll have to listen to that episode, I guess.
1: It's,
0: that's It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's a really
2: good <laughs> <laughs> will. I mean, this movie's bonkers. I, I think it's too... 2 hours long but like there's only like 17 lines of dialogue so like there's we're going to so fly this we're movie? gonna fly it is like what it's just people staring at each other and walking down corridors and then like weird fight scenes and i loved it also i love that the vampires have a gi joe cobra base and that's where their king lives or whatever king, yeah yes. i
1: mean yes i loved it too it's like you know underground but it's like very done it's like no they got the they got the, uh, the above top where they had the cobra helicopter oh, they had the cobra shit, footmen that's
2: right they have the logos everywhere oh my god They have a whole special
0: forces. They have the logo. They have like an Avengers Tower. Yeah.
2: It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And like you'd be running. Like if you lived in that neighborhood, you'd be like jogging down the street and like, why why does he have like a logo everywhere and a private army? Like, is this what? Is this Cobra (laughs) Commander
0: and his (laughs) Cobra? I mean, like. I will say. Not to bring up True Blood again. I promise is the last time. I'm sure it will be. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, we believe (laughs) that. Their base is underground in New Orleans and their current ruling vampire, the first time we meet the vampire authority, is Christopher Maloney, a.k.a. Detective Stabler from Law and Order. Nude and covered in blood.
2: I receive that.
0: You should receive that all night long. You receive a nude Christopher Maloney covered in blood. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say. I think
1: a lot of women would receive a nude Christopher Maloney. I think it's more than just women. He is a
2: handsome man, Paige. Oh yes. What I wanna say is building an underground base in New Orleans is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my whole life.
0: Right? Because of the water table, Paige. <laughs> you haven't considered the water. <laughs> You haven't considered the water. That's why the graves are... Anyway. Exactly.
1: I'll say this about Blade 2. Was it as iconic as the original? Absolutely not. Did I enjoy the shit out of watching it tonight? Hell yes, I did. It was... So much fun. I think it was iconic. Oh, we don't have a line like some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill in this movie. Oh,
0: No, we have some better shit that I took notes about. Oh, I don't know. I I think that that's like
1: best line of the 90s, man. But also he,
2: Blade does not speak in sentences in this
0: film. No. (laughs) In fact, you'd be hard pressed to cobble all of his lines from this film together to make one paragraph. (laughs) There's just not that much dialogue in this movie at all, but
2: you know what? And I love that they just make him like the Mary Sue who's like, I knew you were evil the whole time.
1: Oh my God. (laughs) It sets nothing of that up. Dude, that double reveal at the end when Norman Reedus gets exploded. Love it. No notes. It's insane. It's incomprehensible, really. (laughs) Like that Blade would be thinking... That far ahead is he in the Queen's Gambit? Like what?
2: And then Whistler. Who, wait, was it? Was it? It's it's Chris Christopherson or whatever.
1: Like it's Chris Christopherson. Yes.
0: Which is somehow hot as an old guy. I can't
1: explain it. We all hope to end up as a Chris Christopherson. Right. We all end up as Paul Giamatti. <laughs> two things. Two things about him.
2: Before we get into the red card, two things about him. One. Being a vampire doesn't fix his ACL or whatever Like that's wild I
1: love that they explain that away Through a line of dialogue They don't explain it Todd They just have a line of dialogue Well okay you're right they don't explain it But they do address it He's like I wish being a vampire fixed my leg And I was like what the fuck Really
2: <laughs> He was a vampire for two years He could have had ACL surgery And
0: physical therapy as a regular <laughs> human And not lived <laughs> like that at <laughs> no. That time (laughs) well so here's the thing With with vampire and This happens across a myriad of vampire Properties you are What you are when you turn When they turn you yeah right so like if you Had an injury pre being turned You you keep it well you see In true blood Mikey Uh,
2: I don't Know I don't know about that Because they turn all the people that's how they cure The diseases. I I I Received that
1: (laughs) right cool mikey has done quite a few sessions this week with his life coach he's getting it sorted out
2: i'm just i'm doing my best i'm like trying not to yell at my staff there's like a lot of (laughs) growth happening over here and then uh the other thing is he makes wild ass acting choices throughout the whole film so i think he was trying to make us think he was evil but also they showed us that they cured him and they can't cure anyone else of being a vampire and he was a vampire for two or three years and that's wild to me.
1: They
0: never explain that. Oh,
1: no. It's insane to me that the beginning of the movie is set up with, like, Mortal Kombat music and badass Wesley Snipes' V.O. And it up that Chris Christopherson got turned, and he's been hunting him. And then they find him, and they cure him of vampirism or whatever. Then we're 17 minutes into the movie. That gets cured 17 minutes in. And they
0: never cure...
1: Anyone else?
0: That's why Blade Two is so fucking iconic. Every scene creates and solves a new problem <laughs> it's so within insane. within the scene. Like we have four movies worth of plot in this one movie, and I know breakneck pace. These things are immune to everything but sunlight. We have developed sunlight bombs. Oh, thank you, thank God that took. 14 seconds. (laughs) Mikey, we learn halfway through this movie that sunlight's the only thing that can hurt them. Blades don't work. Bullets don't work. None of it works. Only sunlight. And yet they still try to fight them with everything else. And I'm like, bitches, you know, it's sunlight. What are we doing here? And you know what pisses me off?
1: The very beginnings of the fight, like all the fights in the movie start with them wearing a suit that they can go out in the day in. Right? Right. And, they don't, like, use that at the end and just go in with a bunch of fucking flashlights? What are we doing? They would never use,
2: because they're like, we can't use sunlight because we're vampires too. And I was like,
1: put a baklava, uh, put
0: on a. Bala A bala <laughs> You can't wear a baklava no matter how much I want to. You don't
2: need 10 people if someone's allergic to sunlight. You need one guy.
0: One guy who's not allergic to sunlight. Yes! You need him with glow sticks just doing (laughs) like sandstorm. But Whistler popping up every seven minutes to be like, am I evil? You don't know, (laughs) fuck you! And then he leaves and you're like, what? Oh, and and they keep having like fist fights and stuff that we're like, this is gonna do nothing. This is just killing runtime. And like, here's the thing this movie is paced breakneck with the exception of like a bit of the last act where that fight goes on too long and nothing happens
2: right and the 17 minute preamble where they were like we need to make a and m- no keep it well yes you have to keep it but i mean like they're like now we can start the real plot but we had to retcon the first movie for 15 minutes
0: <laughs> right but <laughs> Like, like, that's the only thing. If I had to trim anything out of the, this movie, the only thing I would do is slightly trim down those fight scenes. Yeah, they
1: are
2: very, very long.
0: They are very long, and they're full
1: of great 2002 CGI. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's very clearly 2002. This is going to be a weird late night energy episode, so like, strap in. It's going to be weird.
2: It's going to be quick because there's not much happens. There isn't. How about we just get into it?
0: Yeah, so you guys just want to go through the movie scene by scene? Yes. We open on an underground blood bank. (laughs)
1: You know Like those underground blood banks Guys It's in Prague
2: And it's like a whole city of Prague And a train station In a blood bank It's like a magical door
0: I know It is kind of cool It's one of those things Where I was like Hell yeah and then we very quickly reveal... I mean, we knew it wasn't a blood bank. We know what movie we're watching. It's fucking Blade 2, obviously. Yeah. But then they pull this one guy in, and he looks pretty sickly, and he's got a scar down the center of his chin. Oh, you mean from that childhood accident that split him legit down the middle? In twain. I know. It's the worst case of being cut in half I ever seen. That's like the worst cleft palate I've ever seen. <laughs> I thought it was
2: weird that the movie dresses the vampires as Nazis for just this scene. I know. I
0: know. I was like,
1: right? this is like bunker in World War II vibes. Yeah. For sure. And full
0: on like needle glove. Like, what? why does that guy have a needle glove well my favorite is the guy who's like they'll even take blood in jars like they don't even question where you got it and it's just like a mason jar full of blood you guys don't do how do y'all store blood hang on like are you guys using mason jars i don't know but there was a college in when i was in college there was a horror movie short film festival and the trophy was just like a block of wood with a plaque on it and glued to that block of wood with a plaque was just a jar of fake blood (laughs) like a mason jar that someone and I was love it I want that trophy so bad like (laughs) I did not win it but I wanted it with every fiber of my being if
1: you guys can wood shop her an award like that She'd love it I'd love it Send it to Cult Podcast's P.O. Box
0: <laughs> Yeah send it Just in case it breaks uh, <laughs> Anyway They bring this guy in They got the needle glove And he's like Oh So fun for you Cause I'm gonna Suck your faces And he immediately Attacks all of them With mouth snakes I thought that that shit Was cool It was an effective Cold open Cause like the whole time
1: You are like Oh this dude's Toast yeah, and then as they're walking him down, you're like, "Oh, this guy, this is like a vampire place. Like they're gonna kill you."
0: But also, he kind of looks like a vampire. Does. So I'm like, "What is he, though?" Yeah, but also,
2: like, who has ten thousand, hundred thousand square feet for a blood bank with guards dressed like Nazi Germany? Like, that's a little
0: Prague, apparently. It's <laughs> a little.
2: That's a big blank, a big volume blood bank. Yeah,
0: Paige, it's yes. very clear that one of us hasn't
1: been to Prague, right? Like, it's that's what Prague looks like, dude. It's like Prague 2 and T. They're
0: the number one blood bank yeah. in Europe. Like, they they do a lot of good. At the train depot in Prague. Bro, my
1: yeah. only <laughs>
2: criticism of Reaper Prime, which is what I will call him because I don't know anyone's name.
1: I think Reaper Prime is appropriate. That's pretty close. That's pretty. I think that's probably accurate. Yes, I love it. He dresses... And looks like
2: and
0: kind of acts like
2: Voldemort.
0: Okay, say less. Say less. <laughs> um, my thing, and we'll see it later. Like not too much later, literally moments from now, is that whenever people turn into Reapers, they just look like him. So it reminds me of like every Universal City Walk haunted house, uh-huh. a Universal Studios haunted house, where they need like four different guys to play the same actor, so they put them all in a rubber mask and a jumpsuit, yeah. like. That's what they all look like. But it's like 14 Michael Myers is running around. It's great. Honestly, I loved it. No notes. Yeah. Anyway, he attacks them. Smash cut to credits. Plus Blade voiceover <laughs> Recapping the first <laughs> m- Events that did not occur in the first Film. It is like Music that you do expect At any moment
1: someone will start Yelling Mortal Kombat Over. It's like that style Music. Yes. With like the Best repiping of the First Blade movie ever
0: But with like PowerPoint crossfades Where <laughs> it's like remember Whistler He taught me everything I know but then They turned him and you're like wait I thought he he died he did they made my father my enemy and since i couldn't kill him i've
1: been hunting him for the past two years
0: here's how i ended up here (laughs) i
1: bet you're wondering how i ended up here yes not only does (laughs) he voice over it
2: they show it they show the scene where whistler shoots himself but
0: that's not till later mikey mikey that they show that Three scenes from now. But why? If you're going to voice over it, I'm just going to assume it happened. No, in the Wesley Snipes school
1: of directing, you show and tell, baby. Because I thought they were going <laughs> to go to like
2: that scene and then it show the vampire stopping him from shooting himself and then turning him and taking him. No. Nope. Doesn't do any of that. No reason to be there.
1: Okay. Can we talk about that then? Yes. Who did Whistler shoot? Right. I want to know where that bullet went. Well, at his age, he's probably (laughs) shooting (laughs) blanks. I knew
0: when you started that joke where it was going. And I applaud you, sir. Well done. Very well done. I will say, I feel like unless you're watching them back to back, when they do like three or four scenes from now, that repipe where they show us what happened last time, if you just don't include the sound of that gunshot, then you're like, oh, maybe he didn't shoot himself. I thought he shot himself, but like maybe I was wrong. Right? You would have just like forgot you just, Be just like, question it? I want to check the Snyder <laughs> cut on Blade One to see if there's
2: a gunshot. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't really <laughs> care. I mean, he adds to the film in a
1: weird way. Weird way Oh if you're asking if I don't think Chris Christopherson should be in this movie The answer is the same as with every movie Yes I think he should be in the movie I love Chris Christopherson
0: Yeah please Also can we make him hot Santa if Kurt Russell's done doing it Oh no wait he's dead I think he
1: died I don't know
0: What's
2: the Chris Christopherson movie where they go back in time and steal the airplanes Before they crash to repopulate the future
1: Mikey have you confused me with Google
2: You guys have ever seen that? No.
1: What the hell are you talking about? (laughs) No. What? Sometimes I literally just type the words you say at me in defined.com and see what comes out. Well, when it came out, I didn't do it this time. We didn't because it was word salad. What did you even say? Hang on, Mikey. Let's do it. There is
2: a movie that is about the future opening time portals around planes that are about to crash to steal the passengers. To repopulate the future because they can't reproduce. What the
0: hell? I've never even heard. This sounds like something you dreamt. I believe it's called Millennium. If I remembered that correctly. Millennium is a 1989 science fiction film directed by Michael Anderson starring Chris Christofferson. The film follows an air crash investigator who discovers curiously strange details while investigating a recent crash. And it only made about $5 million in the box office. In 1989, which means no one saw this movie, Mikey.
1: Well, I did. Clearly not at the theater.
0: Yeah, no, on television. Mikey, I don't know every weird movie that got dumped on television from 1985 to 1999. I'm not Google. It's Chris Christopherson's best film. That's all I'm (laughs) saying. No,
1: this is Chris Christopherson's best film. How dare you? Blade 1 is Chris Christopherson's best film. You don't know. Also, just to close the loop on the find conversation, I typed, is there a movie where people from the future open up time portals where they save people from aircraft crashes and transport them to the future? And it said yes. That movie is called Millennium, also known as Future World. So Mikey, I'm going to start just plugging your shit into phind.com. Find.com. I mean, I knew it existed. I can't believe I remembered the
2: title. I feel
1: very impressed with myself.
2: You shouldn't. So anyway, he plays the same character in this film as that one.
1: I'm sorry. Are you saying he plays the same character in this movie as in Blade 1? No. Or is in Millennium? Millennium. So Millennium also
2: has vampires? <laughs> they're probably in the same universe. There's no one to say they're not. I think it's an interesting backstory for him.
1: We don't know a lot about Whistler in the past, right? How did he hurt that leg? Was it an airplane crash
2: page? From the future?
0: I don't have... The brain space to receive (laughs) or hold that from you.
2: Maybe he went to the future, repopulated the future. A vampire in the future killed his wife. He goes back to 1989 to then meet Blade and raise Blade. Because he's
0: got to bang that vampire's mom. Oh, wait. No. Oh, okay.
2: No. He's got to train Blade up. But
0: that's just for spite. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I don't think that's what happened. I I don't have that on the screen. No, the only thing we have on screen is him maybe being evil and then murking a bunch of fetuses question mark at the end Oh, we got to talk about that cuz some rubber ones explode out of those glass things and fall on the floor and it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. I have so much to say about that scene, yes, but we'll have to
2: table it. Well, I think he was mad because the future really needed those fetuses to repopulate.
0: They're vampire fetuses. Well, they're reaper fetuses technically. Yes. Anyway, so <laughs> this movie retcons the first movie with a very, is like, hey, remember when this happened? No, because it didn't, it didn't happen. <laughs> that's I don't, not at all how it happened
1: either. That's not at all
0: how it happened. We do get him loading bullets, but unfortunately not loading cloves of garlic into a gun, <laughs> which if I ever get to make a Blade movie, like somebody call the people making Blade with Mahershala Ali, which sounds phenomenal. I can't wait for it to come out. And make them load cloves of garlic into a gun. Just for me. Just one magazine for me. Anyway, he goes after <laughs> A bunch of vampires. Now, here's the wild thing in this scene. He chases them out of fire escape. They end up on motorcycles. And he's trying to, like, track down Whistler. But they ride away on the motorcycles, which is their opportunity to escape Blade. But no, they come back. On the motorcycles to try and fight Blade. Yeah, they had to, Paige,
1: because he had blocked the only exit ever around this huge building that they were in with his car. But when he takes the guy's helmet off with the tire, it was pretty cool. Can I just say, there's a conservative three-minute fight scene between people riding motorcycles and Blade, who is fully ass stationary and they are just spinning around him for like three minutes.
0: He, no, he's throwing like vampire ninja stars at them.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. I do like that. He's like, well, he sets up the runner, right? For the, for the right. post credits. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Where he's like, Uh, If you tell me where Whistler is... You'll just be my loose end. I'll let you go for now. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then he says, get your lead out, because the guy got shot with a bunch of bullets. (laughs) (laughs) Not silver ones, though, just regular ones. Anyway, he cracks that guy's helmet off with a wheel, which is the first of, I think, three different cracked helmets in this movie, and honestly, everyone is better than the last. My favorite being the one where he just kicks a dude's head in with one kick, And the helmet cracks like an egg. Yeah. So good. It's amazing. (laughs) So he gets that guy to take him to the official vampire place where they're keeping Whistler in a vat, like a stand up tube of blood like Luke in Empire Strikes Back. (laughs) Yeah, it looks sort of like a Rick and
1: Morty thing you would see now. Like where, like a vat you would have a human in, but it's
0: blood. They're also doing lines of like blood coke, which is wild. Yeah, you've never seen blood coke, Paige? No, they don't have it on power. You've never you've never
1: powdered up some hemoglobin, Paige? Come on. I, I have not. It's actually what the rich are doing to stay young.
2: That,
0: I thought that was adrenochrome.
2: It's actually ground-up <laughs> child's knee scabs.
0: Oh. What is your brain today?
2: No. Delicious. It's a it's
1: a vampire. Yeah, no. it's blood, Paige. Actually, hang on. Would they be vampire chips? I'm not joking.
0: <laughs> Get out of my brain, Todd. I was like, <laughs> are scabs <laughs> the crackers of yeah. the vampire? So world?
1: is there like a yeah. vampire factory? Where they're just like skinning children's knees to harvest the scabs. I don't know. Is, is for charcuterie boards like not like this? Pringles but with scabs. <laughs> like once you pop, it would be Pringles with scabs. Yeah, you'd be like, hey, bring some scabs and hummus. Let's get this party started.
2: Well, like if you bend a knee and then scab <laughs> it and then don't and then like peel it off, it's like
1: pretty Pringles shape. It is right. Like if you get a good scab going, it's been cooking yeah. up for like a week. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but I don't. I wish I didn't yeah (laughs) and
2: then if you really want a pringle to hit hard you grind it up and snort it off uh, somebody's (laughs) ass
1: hell yeah you never snorted a scab off a man's ass page you know how bad
0: it would hurt to snort a pringle like You might really hurt yourself Not if you're a vampire, Paige Okay, so they're snorting scabs I don't think it's scabs I think it's just coke with blood mixed in it, but fine
1: I think it is coke with blood mixed in for sure, yes Oh, that's a lot better than scabs, okay
0: Yes Okay If you gave me a choice and were like, Paige... You could do a line of literal scabs or you could do a line of cocaine with blood mixed in it. I'd be like, let's go for that blood coat. I would choose child scabs because less likely to catch a disease. That's true, bloodborne pathogens, but less of a fun time because then you just have a nose full of scabs.
1: Just like I do now, Paige.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, it was like winter's rough. <laughs> <laughs> I was snowed in for like eight days. Anyway, thus begins multiple fight scenes uh, where Blade takes out different weapons every time. There was like vampire ninja stars that they kind of cut in half. Then he's got his gun, but he runs out of garlic cloves, I guess. And then he's got tiny knives. And he just, like, stabs them a bunch of times. And this is where he tells the one guy to get get the lead out because it's he's full of bullets. Well, because he was,
1: like, breaking into, like, the head... District vampire's place To find Whistler or whatever Right And was using that vampire As a human shield Right And of course the vampire He was using him As a human shield from Like didn't have Silver bullets or whatever Yeah yeah So he's full of like Actual human bullets So he's just like Ow Ow yeah, he's damn like, it yeah. I'm fine
0: ultimately But like this really does hurt <laughs> He looks like Bill <laughs> Bailey Yeah Like which I know Is only for our UK people But that is what he looks like Yeah Anyway At this point, we're 11 minutes into the film, and I was like, we're like 10 minutes in. There's been like two lines, and it's already buck wild. Yeah. Yeah. What is happening? So, we cut back to Blade's Lair, where he has like a new, like a mini Whistler, and it is Norman Reedus, uh, who looks exactly the same. But baby
1: Norman Reedus.
0: It's baby Norman Reedus, but he is somehow dressed the same oh i mean he
1: is trying out for the walking dead in this movie for sure like he has that look but
0: his his clothes are just like a shade too big so it's almost like when he's like when i get to be a full grown grown up norman reedus i'll be a real boy and like be on whatever (laughs) show like he's growing into adult norman reedus's clothes it's really kind of fun
1: (laughs) You, you almost expect him to run by a table of weapons and like stop at a crossbow and be like not yet and then we go away (laughs) like he's like real close to being full ass Norman Reedus but not quite there yet not quite anyway
0: they give Whistler some injection of some sort of retroviral detox it makes you quit the thirst in 24 hours of your money back or whatever he says he'll kick the thirst overnight is a cold (laughs) turkey in one
1: night because he's like Whistler These shades open come dawn, whether you're a vampire or not. Like, Blade is always badass. I love it.
0: Uh, so, Whistler's fine. Yeah. Although he is sitting in the shadows, because I think the movie wants to be like, is he fine? And it's like, no, he's fine, even for an old guy. Like, yeah. I, okay, so
1: I didn't have those thoughts, but... I knew he was going to be fine. The second he doesn't die when those shutters (laughs) open, I was like, "Uh, Chris Christopherson's legit going to be a full-ass-on hero in this movie. And he is. But they do play it like he might be the inside man the whole time. I knew when they spent 15 minutes retconning his death.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, they don't do a good job with his is he, isn't he.
1: Not at all. Deal. No, he actually feels like the father in the wanted to have father and son dynamic in this. Yeah. I don't think Wesley Snipes does a great job of seeing him like a father because he's all like, these shutters open at dawn, whether you're a vampire or not dead well if he's a vampire if it doesn't work they gotta shoot him i mean that's fair but wouldn't you like Shaun of the dead try to keep him alive for a little while but
2: if they have the ability to cure every vampire why are they murdering them
1: why don't they go with flashlights at the end mikey there's no explaining this movie and i don't want to try i just want to celebrate its magnificence
0: so i had a thought because we went off the rails when we did blade one about vampire pregnancies etc oh they
1: completely dodge the bullet on
0: that no no they, they didn't. don't because they they bring it up in this movie so they say pure blood yes but I wanted to go deeper that's yes. true oh, that's true yes, that's true. You're yes right. because she's a pure blood so my question is, does the retroviral only work if you were bitten, not if you were
1: born? Ooh, probably. Yeah, that would make sense. It's a retroviral, which means words, and I don't know what they mean. It means before viral,
0: right? Well, it, it, it retro, it reverse viral. But no, like I when, think
1: it means it's like viruses, but like with boom boxes and- yeah. It's
0: like skip four, lose a turn viral? Bop it. <laughs> Bop it. Twist <laughs> that it. That shit be retro
1: for sure. It's like Crisscross.
0: Criss- Crisscross. Crisscross. So, later in the movie, when they're talking about the Reapers, they say that it's a virus, much like vampirism as a virus, which does kind of negate the whole born-a-vampire thing. But then they do bring the born-vampire. It wrecks your head. Well, it seems like in the movie they position vampirism as, like, you can get bit and be
1: turned, but not everyone is, unless you're bit by a Reaper, And then you do turn.
0: Into a reaper, not a vampire. Right. Okay. But, and I don't
2: know if we talked about this the first episode. If you're bit, then turn. Then have sex with a bit, then turn person. And then she has a baby. Is the
0: baby pure blood or is the baby quarter blood? Oh, God. I don't know. I I would think the baby is pure blood. I thought any baby born a vampire is pure blood and that's how they can age and shit right right so okay so i i think i have an analogy for it but i don't like it feel free to cut this out i'll let you guys make the the decision it seems like it's like aids because you can catch it right like it's transmissible via blood but also if your parent has it You could potentially be born like HIV positive or with AIDS. You can, sure. And still grow, but you would have it. So like, maybe it's like that. I
1: honestly don't know what's going on in the baby making department in the Blade universe. And I'm sort of comfortable living in my, you know, naivete in that regard. All you
2: need to know is that an undead stork comes nine months later.
1: Okay. Is that what it is? That's what happens? Teach me about the vamps and the zombies, baby. So when two vampires (laughs) love each other
0: very, very much, they buy an old fancy Victorian house in the French Quarter, and then they turn a little girl because she's like a living doll. Then they like eventually go to Europe and then try to find vampire love story. (laughs) Interview with the
1: vampire, baby.
0: Anywho, so Whistler's fine, and he and Norman Reed is kind of. Butt heads a little bit Because Norman Reedus is like I'm the new guy And I'm messing with the car And stuff But they get over that Pretty fast And Whistler's like I'm old and
1: possibly drunk This whole movie Don't fuck with me Child That is like his
0: energy Towards Norman Reedus The whole time And I love it My name's good And he's like they tortured me almost to death and then they'd put me in a vat of blood to heal and then they'd do it all over again and they didn't even fix my leg which is so <laughs> wild like the healing blood is like you know you still need some physical therapy so it obviously does he uh,
2: okay uh, i don't want to talk I, we'll just have to move on because the more you th- uh, the more i think about i think whistler was faking it and i and i just want to tell <laughs> the you the leg
1: yes i i think he was faking it i loved how like he was struggling with that he was like building up to that page did you hear that i did i heard him struggle and, and i i don't know if i want to talk about it i think he
2: was doing it for attention i think being a vampire cured it but he wanted like he missed Being human. So he's like, well, I got to limp again. And it's like, you know, like that's a choice, I guess. But like also, that's how he gets off the roof so fast. Well, he is human though, right? Like he's human at the end, right? Yes. But I think his body is like rejuvenated. He was a vampire for three years. And I think he hides that
1: because he doesn't want to feel. Unhuman. So you think he, like some might say, like a magician, hides his true abilities uh-huh. to confuse his opponents?
0: Or like Munchausen's. Like
1: a Munchausen's, yeah. I think it's a,
2: it's emotionally driven not like okay combat driven. Okay.
0: Like like his leg
2: injury is psychosomatic? No, I think I just think I just think it's part of him, you know? Like I've wh- who am I without this
1: brace? Without a limp? <laughs> <laughs> what you have to realize, Whistler, is that you are just someone with a limp. You are not a limp.
0: We love you just the way you are.
2: <laughs> I think he thought people wouldn't love him if they thought being a vampire made him different. And I, 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 think, I think he faked the leg injury, conveniently uses it to his advantage, but I also think he moves around a lot faster and better than he did in the first film. He was really limping in that first film, and he's running around in the sewers, on the roof. He's moving places, catching reapers and stuff like... You know, I... That's much different Than his character In the first film I
1: think you're giving him A lot of credit For stuff he It says he does Off screen Yeah that's true It does not happen
0: On screen
1: There's some But not a lot On screen
2: He is He fights Rod Perlman Knocks him out In three punches A vampire And then
1: escapes Mikey's got a good point there (laughs) He's supposed to be Human at that point That's a 60 year old That's my granddad Punching This guy Yeah like Okay that makes sense Sometimes they got that old man strength from the war. It, I'm
2: telling you, it cured his injuries. He should have just been like, "I'm Whistler," but now my body
1: feels like I'm 20 years younger. And then, like, I've been like, "Good for him." Well, the thing is, I don't think the actor
0: could have done that. Like, I think they had to like accommodate him. Yeah, he's not gonna like pop out of that blood tube like Captain America. Just like,
2: I think he bathes in stem cells.
0: Is that why vampire blood heals people? Maybe. I don't know if we should get into this
1: yet. But this is a fetus heavy movie like, Just like the last one <laughs> I know There's gonna be some baby talk I know I don't want you to fat shame babies there
2: Todd What? A, why are these Why do you have to t- say that this is a The heavy fetuses are in this film or whatever
1: No it's not that they're heavy fetuses I think they're probably normal sized fetuses No idea Wow All fetuses wow. are normal in their oh, own way Yeah exactly Todd
0: There's a lot of fetuses in what I can only describe as like a circular bookshelf Like Jurassic Park basically knew one was going to show up with a can of shaving cream and collect all those vampire fetuses I just I just didn't know you were like an all
2: fetuses
1: matter type guy There, (laughs) I love that we know definitively where (laughs) Whistler stands on abortion rights that's all I'm saying
0: (laughs) that's true that's true from the end of this movie at least when it comes to vampires yeah he murks all them fetuses. He's like, humans are the silent benefactors <laughs> of vampire abortion. And you're like, man, I- all right, though.
1: <laughs> and he does it without limping. Paige, I have a question. Sure. And I, th- I feel like you're the only one on the podcast that can answer it. Okay. All right. Is it too soon to rename this Roe v. Blade? Oh, oh no. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's, it hurts me. It hurts me. But also I'm
1: so sorry uh. You have to kill them
2: Because if not They're gonna farm their scabs into vampire drops. <laughs>
1: but what if I get hooked on scab chips? Oh god, exactly, I'm so sorry exactly. Hooked on scab chips Cause scab chips hooked on me uh. Alright, I'm going to hell for Roe v. Blade But I'm standing by it <laughs> Well, they did genetic testing on those fetuses And they weren't viable
2: Because they're Reapers. go because they're already dead. Yeah. There's a lot of gray area here. I think we're getting off track. Whistler's faking it. (laughs)
0: Yeah, everything in this movie is gray. It's like a gray, black, red color scheme. (laughs) There's a lot of gray area. It's
1: a vibe, and I'm here for it. (laughs)
0: Anyway, back to Norman Reedus is doing his best cue from James Bond to be like, I got all these cool gadgets and stuff. And an alarm goes off, and they're basically like, we got vampires coming in from sector whatever. We don't know how they got in, but they are magically in. Now- This is, for me, the funniest part of this film, because we will learn that this is Assad and Nissa from the Vampire Authority or whatever. Yeah. And they're both like samurai sword fighting Blade. But here's the problem. Blade's the only one that can samurai sword fight them. He's one guy. You can only really fight one person at a time most of the time. So if you watch this movie, whenever he's fighting one of them. The other one is just standing slightly off to the side, windmilling their swords <laughs> until Blade comes into their like <laughs> sphere of influence. And then they fight Blade and the other one just like, and there's sound effects for it where it's like, <whistles> of course. <whistles> and they're just wind like lights, like a kid with a lightsaber on the quad just like they're samurai it's the funniest thing i've ever seen (laughs) i
2: receive your criticism of this scene i'd like to double down and say it's
0: not criticism it's encouragement but go ahead i love it i would like to double
2: down with the criticism to be like this was their peace offer why didn't they just ring the doorbell and be like we know where you live we're here with a peace offering
1: we have a message <laughs> Literally we have a message from like The king vampire or
0: whatever But first we got a
1: Scrimmage <laughs> I Okay it is Dumb if you're looking for anything To be smarter than this turn it off. This is not the movie for you. No, I mean but like listen, it's going to get way better than this. I but I do love these suits. No, but they're dre- they're
2: dressed like Storm Shadow from GI Joe. They
1: are. And I love those suits though,
2: Mikey. They're great. But I do love the suits and I love the scene where they're they're jungle gymming up at the top. Jungle jimming is a f- is what it's called. But they're to be they're there to talk, so why do that? Why not just write a note? I-
0: I don't know, because then they wouldn't have had the chance to just, like, quietly windmill their swords by themselves while watching their friend fight. Like, yeah, hell yeah, when he gets over here, I'm going to give him the business. Because, like, basically they stop fighting and they're like, I'm here with it. (laughs) they do do you like vampires check yes no or maybe (laughs) (laughs) but they do show off
1: the really cool suit with the irises that like would be perfect for what they try and do later in the movie but they don't use i know this is the only time we see this extremely effective suit that you would think the vampire task force that is sent after blade to hunt him down would be like every one of those members would have that suit Why does no one wear that suit? Because
0: they have to wear the the crazy black latex S&M looking suits later. Yeah. Why
2: would they have that suit? That suit has night vision, which the vampires naturally have. Right. So why are they wearing it at all?
0: I don't know, because they need everyone in this movie to be dressed like that one scene in Dodgeball where they get the wrong costumes and they end up in S&M gear. Like, that's what this whole movie looks like. And I am not mad at it. I love it.
1: Just throwing it out there. Loved it.
0: Those goggles made them look like slea stacks. <laughs> stacks. But also,
2: this movie sets up their like special ops vampires as yes. like really cool. Yeah. But the rest of them just look like GI Joe's. And it's like, and it's like, here's the sporty one. Here's the sailor. And I'm like, oh, they are they're just G.I. Joe's.
0: Here's the punk girl that's gonna hack stuff. Yeah. But it's they very much try to set it up like space marines. Like yeah. they're very like aliens kind of a vibe but they just never connects it never gets that good are we are we there yet in the plot i feel like we're real close to that we're about to be there. I have some we're things about to, to talk there. about
1: with those guys
0: okay okay i'll get there really quick okay okay so the vampires take them back in a helicopter and this is like i'm surprised you agreed to just like come to this alone like we've been hunting you for years and he's like yeah, and he just like opens his jacket, and he's got just a ton of explosives. So like his plan is like, if they come for me, I'm a suicide bomb this whole thing. And you're just like, oh no, <laughs> like yeah, no. <laughs>
2: and Norman Reedus is like, yeah, who's scared now or whatever. Yeah,
0: whatever. What what bitches? And you're just like, what? And he called him
2: B every time. Yeah, yeah, dog. And I hated it. He called him B. I hated it. First off, Blade is a one syllable word. So B. Does not save any time.
0: Yeah. Although people call me P a lot, and Page is a one syllable word. People call me T. Because I'd be
1: dropping that T, you know what I'm saying? It's T-E-A. <laughs> well, Paige be dropping that P. P- <laughs> Paige
0: I be, dropping be dropping that, that, P. that P. <laughs> P. I what? drop P every day. I'd be so fucking hydrated. You That's why know. they
1: call Mikey D. I don't want to talk about that. Be dropping
0: that D. No, I'll, my family calls me P-Dub. P-Dub Wild whiz. Dub for W. I mean, that makes sense. P-Dub. Yeah. Double Dutch bus. W. Anyway. So, they fly him out to the G.I. Joe base. <laughs> they go to the G.I. Joe Cobra base, and... <laughs> They get there, and <gasps> the vampires got hella Illuminati energy in like every vampire property. They're basically the Illuminati. No, it's it's Cobra.
1: It is just Cobra energy everywhere. And I, I it, yeah, it's, they're going it, to Cobra Commander's base for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, sure, sure. They do have a DNA scanner, which looks painful but kind of cool. I'm gonna
2: tell you, Paige. If the Illuminati is like Cobra, I would join.
0: Bruh I would join regardless Same (laughs) Like you think I don't want to hang out with Beyonce and Jay-Z Of course I do
2: I want to hang out with Destro The same thing
1: It's not Yeah those are the same thing Because (laughs) all three of the people that you two collectively want to hang out Exist in reality
2: What is Destro if not Jay-Z with the silver faceplate on
1: I got 99 problems but a Joe ain't one Shoot me (laughs) If uh. you having
0: Joe problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got ninety nine problems, but a snake ain't one. Uh, yeah, you're crazy for this one, Rick. But the the, the vampire GI <laughs> Joe base
2: has flags that say vampires live here, and it's a secret base.
0: Yeah, the, it's it's just like the vampire authority. Hello. Anyway, they go meet the king vampire, and he's basically like Nosferatu. Uh, he looks kind of sick. He's definitely very, very old. Yeah, but he's like, hey. Nice to meet you, Blade. I know we've been enemies, but like, good to have you. (laughs) And then there's a guy next to him. He's like, oh, that guy's human. He's like, barely. I'm a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Lawyer jokes.
2: I also like that he's like, thanks for killing Frost. It's how I became vampire president.
0: Right, right. And I'm like, oh, Stephen (laughs) Dorff. They didn't retcon his death. No. Although they do like
1: try and reuse what killed him in the first movie and it doesn't work on the Reapers because that's what Norman Reedus puts in those things, right? In the... Like, oh, yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, little blades, the stabby fist things, yeah.
2: The stabby fist reloading cartridges,
1: yeah.
0: Punch needles or does he? Because Norman Reedus is trying to sabotage him the whole time so maybe he didn't put anything in there. Well,
1: and maybe that's why it doesn't work. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I also thought the, that it was just that
0: the Reavers were fucking badass because they kind of were. Right. anyway, Head vampire is like, look, here's what's up. Uh, there's a disease and we found a carrier. He's like patient zero. But if he bites you, you turn into a thing exactly like him and they feed on vampires. And we called you to hunt him because you're really good at hunting vampires. But also once he gets rid of all the vampires, who you think he's going to eat next? People. Duh. So are you going to help us? And he's like, OK, fine. And he's like, cool. I've got a whole team with a special set of skills. And it's basically like, you know, trash and suicide from Return <laughs> of the Living Dead and Hellboy. It is. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: two of them. <sighs>
0: yeah. Hellboy mesh shirt. And then Assad, who's the other guy who windmills the blades. They look like 1980s G.I. Joe's because they don't have uniforms. They have like S&M gear. Yeah. Yeah. Which is
2: 1980s G.I. Joe's We're like
0: latex chains, leather. Yeah. They all have some sort of leather duster. It's it's great. It was awesome. I
1: loved it. No notes. Um, one of the the guy with the sword, Snowman, is what they called
0: him. Don't know why. Yep. But he is the Jedi in Rogue One. Oh, he, okay, I have a fun fact about him. He's the fight choreographer for this movie, so that's why he's ah. one of the dudes. Awesome, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's great. Yeah, I love him in Rogue One. Anyway, they're like, where are we going first? And they're like, where else? The House of Pain. And I was like, <laughs> kinky. All right, what are we up to? And
1: it is. This club is
0: like, how do I explain the vibe? If Spice Girls were vampires. No, it's, it's like if hackers... Also drank blood. How dare you? I'm right. You know I'm right.
1: How dare you bring in one of my favorite 90s movies, the Angelina Jolie-Matthew Lillard hit, Hackers? How dare you say Lillard? Um, I I choose to say his name correctly, Paige. Thank you. (laughs) Okay.
0: All right. Anyway, he's not going to mind. He's trapped in that weird animatronic. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so... There's basically a blood rave because this movie is basically the Matrix sequels with vampires. It is. 100%. It is like the production team that
1: did the Matrix, did a summer school. Right. And this is their students producing a film about <laughs> vampires at the end. Yep.
0: But it's also Guillermo del Toro. Like, that's what the great, like, Guillermo del Toro directed this. But, like, the, the body horror
1: stuff is so good in this. Oh,
0: Holds up, holds up. Yeah. The CGI is not
2: you could say it's probably some most of the actual Matrix people at this point because they're like using that yeah. Agent Smith stuff in that final fight yeah
1: I think it probably is it is very dated but it's really good
0: yeah when well, they use it sparingly which I think to their credit yeah but what they do in this scene is this is the one where they have like people piercing people's tongues on the <laughs> dance floor they got yeah. that lady with the open spine yeah they're like putting razor blades
1: in their mouth and making out like they're in a the chewies yeah. or something it's crazy being a vampire
2: Seems terrible Because you have to love EDM And overcrowded rave stuff And like I just I'm too old And I can't imagine like As a 240 year old That I would love those more You know Well
1: that's why you never really see The old vampires at those clubs Like The, like, old Ferratus, they're up in their, like, suites. They're up in their mansions, you know what I'm saying? The young Ferratus are out in them clubs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want a G.I. Joe base. (laughs) Mikey, if you got turned into a vampire in 300 years... You would have a villain base on a volcano. Like, that is your trajectory if you live forever.
0: A hundred percent. And then the bottom floor would be the orgy with all the vilfs. The vampires he wants to fuck? Yeah, of course.
2: Hell yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, th- th- there would be two ways. It would definitely be a vampire, volcanic, G.I. Joe slash Cobra base. Of course. I don't know if we're going to just randomly go out and fight terrorists like G.I. Joe?
1: Oh, you mean like Team America?
2: No, like G.I. Joe, which was a NATO-backed Organization
1: of Special Operatives. Wow, Mikey got into lore on the
0: Joes. <laughs> I was not aware they were sanctioned by NATO. I think Mikey doesn't want to talk about this movie, he just wants to talk about GI Joe. This movie is
2: pretty much a GI Joe movie.
0: And like there's a lot of things to
2: support that claim. And and, I, and like I don't know if we would go out and fight random terrorist groups dressed up as like you're a sailor and then you are uh, you know, crash and whatever,
1: whatever her name is. Trash, trash and crash. You're like this close to pitching me special forces the village people, and I'm here for it. That's what G.I. Joe was. Google <laughs> <laughs> shipwreck. Google shipwreck. No, no, you're absolutely Google right. Roadblock. I know, I know. You're absolutely right. But listen, that's such a brave stance to take. I love it. But if you're gonna do it, like have laser guns and stuff as well. I
2: mean, like Hell yeah. And then go out and take out you know, just random terrorist groups. Or on the other side, I'd storm a parliament and then also take over the country. So, like, there, there's only two ways to go once you get a volcanic base. Maybe you do both. I don't know. Maybe you can have it all,
1: Paige. Yeah.
0: I don't know. But what we do have in this movie is store brand sandstorm during the scene where it's like just a couple notes off because you like start. Yeah. But then it's like not quite. I mean, all the music in this does
1: sound like someone's about to yell Mortal Kombat from the back of the room. Like, that's what it sounds like at all points in this movie.
0: Here's the thing. If they were remaking this. It would be like dubstep They are remaking this right Yeah but I think it's going to be serious But I think that'll be good Yeah no I'm looking forward to that Yeah it's going to be part of the MCU But it's also Mahershala Ali Which means it's going to be amazing And so like But it's not going to be this It's not going to be like Blood orgy where people are just like da, 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 boo. <laughs> And then just like blood sprinklers There might be a blood orgy I don't know I don't know Anyway There's a blood orgy But underneath them The reapers are there to be like Hell yeah blood orgy Well the reapers are gonna eat them They're gonna
1: attack eventually
0: Yeah 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 And outside Norman Reedus is in the van They put Chris Christopherson on the roof Because that's the safest place to be If you have a leg injury and he gets up there <laughs> fast
2: And it's like nine stories
0: And gets down there fast too they immediately spot some of the guys. Now, here's the thing, though. Nissa, the vampire girl, runs into the guy and he doesn't kill her. And at one point, Blade is like, why didn't he kill you? And we'll find out later. It's because he's her brother. Oh, my God. But does he know he's her brother? He knows. She doesn't know. It's the worst 23 me ever when they find out.
1: Because he is just like the first test baby, right?
0: Yes, but it is her father's stuff. Off, it is her father's offspring. I get that. And he's older, which means that maybe it was a, a test from a while back. I don't know.
2: Because he's his prog and joy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I don't listen to Stevie Vamp Vaughn, so I don't get your joke. Anyway, <laughs> this is when we realize that all of the ones turn into him, so it all looks like the same guy. But this is also, like, this scene where, like, chaos, everyone's running around, they're trying to kill people. They realize that, like, bullets don't work, stakes don't work, the loaded garlic into a handgun <laughs> doesn't work. They actually do say garlic doesn't work, though.
1: Like, yeah. th- they they don't try and shove it into a gun, but, like, they do try it.
0: Yeah. But even cutting them into pieces doesn't work. Right. They just stay in pieces. Uh, It's not until they find out, essentially, that Norman Reedus blasts them with daylight the like big lamps that they have on the van and he calls in is like lights the only thing that kills them but by the time that happens two people been bit one person has been, like, super bit, and the other one's doing the zombie thing of, like, no, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, that's, like, the trash. No, not trash. Suicide. Is it suicide? The,
1: the big guy? The hammer guy.
0: I thought he was trash. I might be wrong. <laughs> it's been
2: a while. They all The one's name is Priest. They have just random G.I. Joe code words, and they all have a vaguely... Themed thing existence.
0: But yeah, priest is the ginger one. He gets like deaded, like super. He is mutilated. And then the bigger guy with the tattoos is the one who's doing the like Sean's mom and Sean of the Dead. Like no, just me, a flesh wound. Yeah. So. They have to kill Priest because Priest turns, but then they also find one of them, the Reapers caught in this little culvert. They're pretty sure they're hiding and living down in the culvert, but they take this one who's trying to chew his own arm off like a rat or like a, you know, like... An animal would, yeah, because essentially they die off if they don't feed. So he's already dying, yeah. So they take him back to do the creepiest autopsy ever.
1: We and we see like all of it. It gets really like body horrorish. I mean, they did not show us his dick. So Mikey's got notes. Well, <laughs> for a franchise
2: that is famous for its pregnancies and its sexual reproductive vampires, I just- would you say.
1: It's
0: famous for that. Certainly
1: it is in our universe. Yes.
0: Right. For the movies, I don't think they want us to focus on that. We just hyper fixated on it. But also, (laughs) in the midst of all this, Blade chases the main guy and they have their own weird karate scene in the middle of it.
2: With no weapons. Right. In a church. Because he... He turns around He's like wait I know Kung Fu And I was like But aren't you a creature Or whatever Like what is this
0: Yeah but This is where he's like We want the same thing They're not telling you the truth Like you gotta listen to me And Blade's like no And the light comes through So he runs away Well it's very much
1: like Blade is working with the vampires To kill this guy Right And this guy Wants to turn Blade Over to his side To kill the vampires You know Right So it's like Where does Blade's allegiance Really lie amongst These two people he hates It's summed up up on
2: this brilliant quote is the enemy of my enemy my friend or my enemy
1: and he does say that <laughs> this movie both shows and tells you everything Mikey
2: yep this is Mikey from Horror Virgin I practiced this ad for Factor in my car today
1: <laughs> can you show us what you practiced yeah 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 Horror Virgin 50 to get 50% off.
0: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
1: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse
0: impact. But also we cut to Vampire King Castle, where the lawyer's just like, so are you just gonna let everyone die to do this thing? And he's just like, yeah, of course. He's like, even your daughter. And he's like, yeah, I'm kind of over that bitch. He's like, yeah, fuck. Hell yeah. My daughter, who gives
1: a shit? Like, he's the worst. He's terrible. I
0: got a whole, I got a. Whole circular display of future daughters downstairs don't even worry about it (laughs) which is sort of true he does because this is another movie much like the ann rice one we did queen of the damned that yes that also had a blood jacuzzi and like i love a good jacuzzi i don't need blood in it but like i'm always down for a jacuzzi so you're
2: not you're not a vampire no
0: but if it would make me stay looking young and you could tell me where the blood came from i might be convinced the worst part <laughs> about a
2: blood jacuzzi hot tub is that it's always at 98.6 degrees <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, it's, and it kind of smells like high tide <laughs> because when blood gets old, it really kind of smells not great. Yeah, maybe this is not a good idea. How about a juice jacuzzi? <laughs> a juice jacuzzi? Oh, fake blood jacuzzi? I'm in. I think it would ruin a jacuzzi. Oh, yeah, but not real. Real blood wouldn't
1: ruin a jacuzzi. <laughs> That's, like, way thicker than any blood that appears in this movie. Dude, at the end of this movie, Blade comes out of, like, a fucking punch bowl of Kool-Aid and fights Hellboy to death. And I was like... Oh yeah, I was so excited. (laughs) But that blood was not blood. It was high C at best.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love
1: that about this movie. I believe it was high
0: A negative. I was like, it's 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 (laughs) type A for ass kicking. (laughs) Yeah. But this is the first time we see someone heal in a bloodbath. It's gonna come back later. I mean, Whistler talked about it, but this is the first time we see somebody do it. Anyway, they do the autopsy, they find out there's bone around the heart, but there's a a place on the side where you can stab them and still get the heart. And this is where they open the mouth. And we find out that it's got like predator mouth with like, snake fangs that like yeah subdue you so you kind of like are paralyzed which is also sort of a vampire thing right sometimes when the vampires
1: bite in some lores it's like they glamour you yeah yeah yeah. it's like very sexual and like very you know, like you're into it you know kinky yeah yeah uh,
0: but also they've got a tongue that looks like a face hugger and it like well god like, i hate i literally gagged Almost every time I saw one up
2: close. I don't know, man. That I bet that
1: Mikey no mouth can do some things. No. You know what I'm saying? Mikey <laughs> Yeah. My, what no, that mouth no. do? My, Mikey saw this and he was like, yo, what that little mouth do. No, because it's it what I mean they can unhinge their jaw and then a circular
2: thing with like things that wrap around comes in. I mean, like it's a teeth.
1: They are teeth, Mikey. Teeths. You
0: haven't considered the teeth. You haven't considered the teeth. It like cracks down the chin. So it's almost like your chin opens side to side so that you have like predator mouth. Oh, yeah. The creature design in this is great. It's terrifying. It's yeah. real. But it's Del Toro, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's his thing.
1: When I saw that come up at the end, because I did not pay attention to the opening credits. I was like. Oh, that makes so much sense.
0: Yeah, that's why the creature design's amazing. I
1: know, because the creature design's amazing.
0: Anyway, this is how we learn, and and also we learn that even after it's dead, its weird stomach hole still wants to drink blood. Creepy. Because the
1: brain is dead, Mikey, but the body still thirsts.
0: Yes, that's literally a
1: line of dialogue Blade says in this movie. That's the title of my dating profile. <laughs> <laughs> So what you're saying is you're vaccinated because your brain dead, but the body still thirsts. There you go. This movie does, however, prove QAnon right because at the very beginning they're like, there's this new bloodborne virus that like mutated, but we come to find out. It was manufactured in a lab.
0: It was. It was manufactured in a lab. Hell yeah. And if only we could stop eating those delicious bat sandwiches.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying the earth is flat. I made a great joke at the gym today. Would you guys like to hear it? Okay. She was like, You can use these balls. And I know these balls aren't as young as they are, as good and young as they use. I'm
1: I'm sorry. This is what you said to her? No. Where's the joke? Cause this sounds like sexual assault. She's like, she's like
2: modeling the stuff and she's like, I know these balls are old and worn out. And I was like,
1: Oh, she was saying this to you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. To to the class. And then okay. I
2: and then podcast me slipped out a second and I was like, You're telling me, man. It's like the, <laughs> meets, my balls too. And then I was like, <laughs> like the guy next to me laughed, and everybody else was like, Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs>
1: Struggles of being a white man. Will the other people not have their their balls get weird when they're older? Or? I think everyone's does. The universal understanding. They just hang lower. Paige is doing something. She's like, sorry, researching Sad Sack magazine. Yeah,
0: I was I was like, what's with the what's good with these old balls? <laughs> She's
1: Like our balls are old and worn out, and I was like,
2: you're
0: telling me. Anyway, <gasps> back to this movie. So. Also, in this autopsy thing, we definitely see that one guy got bit. But this is also where they're like, okay, so nothing's going to work. We got to come up with light-based weapons. So we make the UV flashbang grenade. And we're going to have to attack them in daylight. But here's the thing.
2: No flashlights.
0: No flat. They don't bring the flashlights. They bring guns and blades and stuff That they know doesn't work There's literally no reason to bring Any other thing than a flashlight
1: Yeah Or like a UV light, right? Right Like they need to go to their like High school cousin's house And steal a UV light from his marijuana grow farm And just go down there with that That would be more effective Than the swords and guns they bring with them Vampires aren't sending us their best people <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, they're sending us Ron Perlman, who at, at this point in the movie says, what, you want us to spray on some suck puppy nut juice? <laughs>
1: he does. That is also a line of dialogue from this, dare I say, perfect film.
0: <laughs> uh, but they're going to spray pheromones to attract the Reapers, and then they're going to set off the light grenades. It's like a whole thing. So they go back. It does
1: seem like, not Reaper Prime, but all of the sub-Reapers, if you will, uh-huh. are very almost... Zombie ish.
0: The Reaper's
1: downline. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. But the Reaper's upstream, really just Reaper Prime, seems like, as far as cognition is concerned, he seems like a regular vampire. Right. But all the other ones are like zombie-ish. So like pheromones yeah. definitely bring him in.
0: Yeah, yeah. She is one of the most fun drag queens to see. So of course <sighs> they want to go see pheromones. Hell yeah. I've been watching the new season. <laughs> is it good? I, I am so behind on everything. I am a fan. Anyway. I'm still having to like catch up. I didn't I realized that I didn't finish Power Book Four Colon 4 season two. And so I'm finishing that. That sounds like some Terrence Howard madness. He is not on it, but it's, it's a lot of like drugs and double crossing anyway. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So they spray the pheromones. They split up and unfortunately Whistler gets caught with Ron Perlman and the guy in the mesh shirt and they beat the shit out of him. To pay back for the guy that they lost in the initial raid, which is really stupid. It
1: is so dumb because he's (laughs) just there, like, on their side on this mission.
0: Yeah, he's just whistling. It's so dumb. But they spray the pheromones, which attracts them through a couple different tunnels. They set off some of the light grenades. But the vampires won't use any of the light weapons, even though they have the guns with the flashlights on them. They won't use them. Which, that that makes no sense to me. The the grenade,
1: I can't believe I'm saying this, the UV light grenades that they have, that makes sense they don't use those. They can't hide from those. Right. Even though they established the suits earlier. But they do all have a flashlight on the front of their gun that they could use safely. Right. I'm going to use another
2: vague movie reference here to describe the grenade, because it to me, it has the same vibe as... The idiot grenade from Mom and Dad Save the World, uh, the pick-me-up grenade.
0: I am unfamiliar.
1: All right, so for everyone that's not you, what (laughs) is that?
2: Well, that's when a family, road tripping, gets abducted to outer space to a planet kind of like Dune, but everyone's really dumb, and the grenade just says, pick me up, and every time they pick it up, it flashes light and they all die. It's a great film. Starring Chris
1: Christopherson, the <laughs> principal. <laughs> Mom and Dad Saved the World is a classic. Okay, I
0: believe you. It, you say classic, and no, <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's classic in terms of years old. It's John John Lovitz is in it. Oh, I'd watch this. Oh, yeah, he's the king of the evil planet. Uh, Wally Shawn, Eric Idle. Jeffrey Jones, the the guy from Ferris Bueller, that was then later a convicted pedophile. Uh, oh yeah, so, like, he's the dad. And Kathy Ireland. I mean, I feel like when when Mikey says this movie's a classic, what he means is it's a movie that happened. It did exist at one time. No, the it it the pick me up
2: grenade. You know, it looked the, it was the same. <laughs> It was the same, like, it was the same, it was a light grenade.
1: It was the same thing. Okay. It honestly looked like some shit you'd see in, like, Constantine, except instead of UV light, it would be the holy light of God, or some shit like
0: that. Yeah, but then, but here's what this is missing, then, because if you're going to have the weird holy light of God weapons, like the holy hand grenade of Antioch, what you really want is the Virgin Mary to orb up out of a pool of blood and lightsaber fight people. Like, that's the level, that's what you want. Yes. Anyway. I always want the Pope's exorcist. (laughs) The bomb lever gets stuck, so they're all trying to bail out, but Blade stays down there because the light won't hurt him and manages to detonate all the bombs, killing, like, everybody. We've lost most of the vampires. Whistler makes it out alive. And then we've got the, like main vampire gross daughter yeah and then ron perlman who conveniently was like oh i was out of the way in time but that's like all who survives like they kill pretty much all the other dudes he
2: does get burned on half of his face
0: and so does the daughter too
2: yeah and then the princess vampire blade feeds
1: her right
0: yes feeds her his blood yeah to bring her back yeah but as he's doing that the Vampire Authority people show up and shut it down and like tase him and Whistler. Cobra. Cobra. They take them to Cobra headquarters. (laughs) And she wakes up. And she is like, oh, Blade saved me And I still have the family crest ring or whatever She's like, look at my signet ring That I'm just showing you
1: now At the very moment You're going to see another one That reveals something about it
0: We saw it a little earlier in the movie They just didn't call attention to it
1: I guess that's fair Yeah, because he he
2: whispered to Wexler All the secrets and gave him his signet ring Did we talk about that? Yes I was just about to
0: get to that Yeah, 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 he
1: does that Yeah,
0: so they they like tase Blade But then Whistler runs into nomad and gets the Nomad gives him the ring and tells him all the secrets. Whistler climbs up, they tase Whistler, they wake up at Cobra headquarters, where, of course, they have the James Bond scene of Gross being like, Here's my grand plan. Here's this giant light-up cylinder of fetuses uh, because we're basically doing vampire IVF, but everyone's going to be Reapers because you want to be on top. Right? You want to be on top, (laughs) and you can't do anything about it because I have Ron Perlman here who's going to kill you. Okay, cool. Bye. And like... He leaves But then the vampire daughter's like Wait I'm sorry What the fuck Worst 23 and me ever You're telling me that I have a brother And he's like Yeah we're about to fucking kill that dude <laughs> and he
2: kisses his sister later on
0: Yeah Well they take Blade to a room Where they're gonna try and drain him Of all his blood Into a giant metal table So that they can synthesize it Which I'm sure is gonna come up In the next movie
1: It probably doesn't actually no. Yeah
0: Even better yeah. The next movie they're gonna start And they're gonna be like Whistler is president Here's how it happens <laughs> 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 anyway Whistler Fights Ron Perlman And At least Knocks him, Like he gets out of the handcuffs Knocks him down So that he can go free, Blade. Yeah. But Blade is still in really bad shape because he took all his blood, and they turned the life sucking machine up to fifty. Well, and the machine, like these, like metal spikes go through his arms and legs. Like it, it's pretty rough.
2: I love it when I'm with a girl and she turns her life sucking machine up to (laughs) fifty.
0: Not to fifty. Put me in the blood (laughs) bath. I really don't know what that would do to you. This is for posterity, though, so. Be honest so they run back into that main room where there's that giant blood pool and blade like dives into it and ron perlman's trying to shoot him but he gets up and he's like ha 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 they tr- oh I totally missed the part where they're like he tries to detonate the bomb that's on the back of Ron Perlman's head which oh, yeah. some people call him nipple head during the movie because of it and that is great I love it dude the whole double bomb
1: reveal was insane to me
0: yeah because Norman Reedus snatches it off his head he's like haha it's a dud bomb and Blade is like no I fucking knew you were fake as hell this entire time so it's a real bomb boom motherfucker and Norman Reedus turns into a blood mist he literally
1: just explodes and everyone's like all right well, we got a plan to get back to so like, <laughs> <laughs> like Yo, no, but, uh, shit. Except for Chris Christopherson Who was like man I was just starting to like that guy And he has been aggressively I hate that guy the whole movie Best one
0: liner I love it Great. Anyway so Blade goes Into the blood pool and comes out A new man and kills the Shit out of Ron Perlman It's so
1: great literally slices Him in half it's amazing
0: Oh yeah just in half Amazing
1: I really do love The CGI That they do in this Because it is Very much like You see Wesley Snipes As Blade fighting And then He becomes Sort of cartoony
0: Almost animated It's kind of cool
1: Yeah 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 It's like Sort of a vibe I don't hate it And honestly Yeah It held up better Because of that In my mind yeah.
0: No agreed. 100% Because I noticed it too But I was like I'm gonna hear for this Yeah But while that's happening While all of that's happening To Blade Meanwhile in the vampire castle gross is just like what I'm betting on the winning team and yeah I guess it's your brother or whatever and she's just like what the fuck dad like what the fuck and of course now he's like coming to kill them and so he's like Reaper Prime is like running and he's just like Follow like Matthew Barry in IT crowd and it's amazing
1: I love that reference thank you so much for that <laughs> that was the first thing I ever saw Matthew Barry in, and I immediately knew I loved that man. Star. yeah, Star. But you're right. He does. And the dad is trying to do like that whole like. He's trying to get her into a safe room. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Well, yeah. But then like eventually he like embraces Reaper Prime and is like, I've always loved you. You've always been my son or whatever. Right. And he's like, uh, you never loved me, dad.
0: So he bites him and kills him. And his blood is like super green. It's yeah. I think it's because he's really old. Okay. But. As that's happening, Blade is just fighting like wave after wave of armed guards. And this is where he like kicks through a helmet and it cracks like an egg yeah, and then smashes a dude through the glass floor. But then he just like pops up like it's nothing. And it's I know it's supposed to be like, wow, he's so fast, but it really reads as a comedic moment because he just like smashes that dude through the glass. And then it's just like, huh. All right. <laughs> You're just like who's next? Who's next? Yeah. It's amazing. But so they make their way out towards the helipad. But by the helipad, in kind of the safe room, Nissa has like triggered all the security stuff. So it's just her and her dad. She lets him bite. She lets her brother bite her dad. Yeah, who dies because he doesn't actually bite him with the like venom stuff. No, he just like
1: bites him to kill him.
0: Yeah. And then she's like, okay, do me too. And I think she means like, kill me. But he bites her with the venom. So she's going to turn. Yeah. In comes Blade, who for some reason has a five and a half minute fist fight with this man. I mean, we know at this point,
1: neither of them can be hurt. In a fist fight Right So I was like Right so why are we doing this I mean I do love watching Wesley Snipes do his action star realness While morphing into this like anime-ish Adjacent sort of style of fights Of course of course Uh, Because of the CGI I was sort of here for it But what are we doing Like no one There's no stakes in a fist fight With these two dudes
0: No but he does eventually, Blade gets his sword and gets him in the side, so it gets his heart, and the guy's like, oh, I'm actually dying. Okay, cool. So he dies. He actually takes himself out, though. Like, Yeah, he pushes it in further. Yeah. <laughs> Blade goes over to Nyssa, and he's just like, oh, no, you're turning. And she's like, I want to die while I'm still a vampire. Take me out so I can see the sun. And as she watches the sun rise, she burns and floats away. Okay, but what if... Because she had drank his blood. She became a day walker. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Right. And then he like has to like back up on the like playful
0: flirtation that they've been having this whole movie. Because now she's going to live and going to be like, okay, don't talk that mess if you can't deliver. Like every
2: great relationship, she dissolves the next morning. (laughs) At dawn, she dissolves.
1: And then you and then Blade goes and eats a quesadilla and then Blade
0: (laughs) leaves the country. He goes to London. He goes to London because he tracks down that guy from the very beginning who's at a peep show. And he's like, oh, do you think I forgot about you? And you're just like, yeah, Blade. And he gets like one last kill in. And, and that's, that's the, the movie. movie. So having seen the movie, having talked about
1: the movie, what do you guys think about the Guillermo del Toro masterpiece, Blade 2? I love it. I'm, I'm all in on Blade.
0: Beautiful hot trash.
1: Yes. Yes, I agree. Is, is it a good movie? No, it is not. But it is fun to watch, and I will watch it again. It's as good as Mom and Dad Save the World Plus Millennium.
0: Oh, God. Wesley Snipes has also said, just to burn a fun fact, uh, that this is his favorite Blade movie. So Hell yeah, Wesley, nice. There you go. This is not the one where they CGI his eyes on. I don't think so. I think that's the next one.
1: Why did they have to CGI his
0: eyes on?
2: Because in the scene, he refused to open his eyes because he thought it would look cooler.
0: Oh, no, that I think that's the next one. That's the next one.
1: I... Love this.
0: The next one gets progressively weirder. That's some late stage Marlon Brando
1: shit. And I'm here for it. Yes. But Paige, do you have any fun facts for us?
0: I do. Well, here it is with your fun facts. Reaper fun fun facts. facts.
1: Oh, Reaper was good.
0: Oh, thank you. Over 30 members of the cast and crew were temporarily blinded by the UV lights in the vampire autopsy scene. Wow, okay. Like, all the ones that they had on. Yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. Not the one you would think. Well, the other ones were heavily CGI'd. Right. Now, apparently, Grossferatu's name is Overlord Uh, but he mentions that the virus that causes vampirism, so he identifies vampirism as a virus. Yes. He claims that it's a kind of parvovirus, but if you watch on closed captioning, it just says horrible virus because parvovirus is kind of an obscure term. But that's a family of viruses, and the B13 strain of that virus infects humans. Now, it's kind of like similar to – I I don't know that it's similar to Parvo in dogs, but I think that might be where we get some of the name. That's the only
1: time I've ever heard Parvo, right? Because it's like a scary thing your dog could get, right?
0: Maybe. I'm not sure. That's probably wrong. But what I will tell you is that that B13 strain – Meets the requirements for vampirism in a fictional environment. So, really? that strain causes sensiv- sensitivity to daylight in some people. Uh, it infects your blood and bone marrow, and it can be transmitted by saliva. And since most people outside are unfamiliar with the term, they just kind of called it horrible virus. So, there you go. Fair enough. Now, uh, Norman Reedus' character at times wears a t shirt featuring the logo of the Bureau of Paranormal Research and Defense, which is a reference to Hellboy, the comic. Yeah. Which Guillermo del Toro will, of course, direct as well, or go on to direct. Well, with Ron Perlman, who was also in this movie. With Ron Perlman. Yep. Uh, Jake has a shirt that has that logo on it. You can buy them. They were actually pretty fun. Nice. So, uh, speaking of Ron Perlman... His character is Reinhardt, yeah. who essentially in his, his actor's secret was that Reinhardt might have been a neo-Nazi, but that's why he asked Blade if he can blush, uh, but that's actually based on a real incident that happened to Wesley Snipes. What? Yes, someone attempting to be racist asked him that, and so Snipes asked for that to be included into the script for antagonism between the two characters. So that's why it comes back around at the end as well. I love that because he
1: literally uses that. He throws that line back in his face right before he cuts him in half. Mm -hmm. Yep. Nice.
0: So this movie comes out in 2002. So this predates pretty much all of the current Marvel MCU. But in the House of Pain, the stained glass window is actually a replica of Dr. Strange's Eye of Agamotto from the comics. Hell yeah. Because Guillermo del Toro was a fan of the Dr. Strange comics. And really wanted to make a Doctor Strange movie. And at the time, he attached Neil Gaiman. Neil, I never get Gaiman? Gaiman. 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 Neil Gaiman. Gaiman. I've always heard it as Neil Gaiman. I don't know, but yeah. I always heard Gaiman, but I'm probably wrong. Anyway, they put together a script and a project and a pitch for a Doctor Strange movie at this time. And Marvel rejected it. but So that window is kind of their shout out to it. Nice. That's awesome. Now, uh, the idea of Reapers having tongues or stingers coming out of their mouth is actually inspired by Polish folktales, where the vampires of Polish folktales have a stinger or finger coming out of the mouth that they use to suck blood rather than teeth. Don't like that. This is also similar to the True Knots in Doctor Sleep that have a horn. So this is something that gets used a couple other places. Okay. But yeah. Uh, so Wesley Snipes was not always available every day for filming, uh, which came out in 2002, uh, because in 2002, he was in three other films aside from Blade. What? Yeah, he was in a bunch of movies that year. So instead of waiting for him to become available, the crew shot another actor who was not Wesley stunt double for scenes where it wasn't necessary to see his face. The first scene is when they're hi- riding in the helicopter to meet Damaskinos. So you notice that you never really see blades full face, or if you do, it's only for a second. Yeah. Uh, the second was after the autopsy and con- she confronts blade in his quarters about his attitude toward the blood pack. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're shot uh, in shot, reverse shots. So they're never in the shot together. That's wild because in
1: that scene, she's not doing her best acting. Like she's not terrible in this movie, but in that scene, she is very much like standing and delivering. Sure. And I wonder if that, that's because she was acting opposite. No one in those shots yep wild okay
0: now that's also a thing that will continue into the next Blade movie because this is the thing about the one thing I knew about Blade before coming into this is that the further you get into the sequels the more erratic Wesley Snipes' behavior on set became yes, uh, like yes. courtesy of stories from other people that were around. Because he pretty much goes to like, the, does the tax evasion stuff like right after the third one? The third one. But on set in the third one, he goes completely method and he's never out of character. It's like what? a whole thing. Any- yes. I love it. I can't wait till we get to it. Now, in this movie, the House of Pain sequence was actually supposed to have a full extra sequence where Nyssa encounters essentially a vampire pimp uh, as she searches the upstairs hall. Of course. Now, that was originally a role that was offered to Michael Jackson, um, but he could not complete it due to scheduling conflicts, and, unfor- well, he would die only about five or six years later, but um, they ultimately just cut the sequence entirely for pacing reasons, and honestly, good job, guys. This movie never drags. No. <laughs> like It's cooking, baby,
1: the whole time. Oh, yeah. But honestly... Yeah. I would have loved to MJ Vampire Pimp so like it was fucking
0: wild. I know. Uh the only movie this this is the only one in the original Blade trilogy, uh Blade and then Blade Trinity which comes out 2 years later. Uh it's the only one that used its original written ending. Both Blade and Trinity go through extensive reshoots to replace their original climaxes. So Interesting. Okay. Yep. Now, this also goes back to some Marvel stuff because Blade is part of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, it's one of the first MCU movies. Yeah, David S. Goyer's original idea was for Morbius to be the primary villain, but Marvel said they wanted to retain the rights to make a separate franchise out of Morbius. They never did Uh, until recently. Yes, Because recently it's been Morbin time. It's Morbin time. But Morbin time is not part of the MCU. It's a complicated rights dispute. Yeah. So... They changed the story slightly so Jared Nomac could be the primary villain instead. Now, Del Toro and Goyer did not necessarily get along? Kind of. Uh, he thinks that his dialogue was not great, but honestly, disagree. <laughs> but here's the thing, <laughs> Del Toro writes beautiful dialogue. Yeah, he does. But that's not that's not this movie though. Right. Like I, although
1: I bet a Del Toro written blade would be good. Yes. It would be a very different
0: vibe than
1: right. this and the first blade.
0: Yes. Uh, the one character in the mesh shirt, his name is Chupa. Chupa, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a nickname based on Chupacabra, which is wild that they, they gave that name to a random white dude. But sure, uh, a lot of people have theorize that the reaper vampires in this film serves the inspiration for gamero del toro's vampire series the strain
2: it looks a lot like that
0: it looks a lot like that and i got stuck in the hospital one time and that was the only thing on and i watched like 12 episodes of it and that shit fucking slapped seems like like a bad thing to watch in a hospital
1: but yeah that's fair
0: (laughs) i was just doing albuterol i was like huffing on that albuterol and being like man their tongues are wild i never watched it because i just thought it was like you hurt your back or whatever. No. The Strain? Oh, my
1: God. Mikey.
0: Apparently, Del Toro had actually written his treatments for The Strain first uh, oh. and changed aspects about it for Blade 2 so it would stand independently. And if you haven't watched The Strain, it's it's a decent time. So to get the movie to have an R rating, Green Blood was used for the Reapers. This is something we've encountered a few different places, yeah. uh, like Evil Dead and, and stuff like that, too. Okay, I'll, I'll end with this one. Damaskinos, or Grossferatu uh, was actually originally offered to another actor, uh, but they could not make it work. Any guesses who that actor was, who that could have been?
1: In 2002, older,
0: ooh, I'm going to say uh, William Hurt. Okay, Mikey. The guy
2: from Babe.
0: Just the old guy, the old farmer from Babe? Okay, uh, no, it was Tim Curry, but <gasps> oh I respect both of your guesses.
1: <laughs> I, so the reason I went William Hurt was cause I was like, I need someone vaguely British, but willing to wear a lot of makeup.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. Tim Curry. Mm. I know, I
1: know. And that was, <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. But I think I also sort of was in that same realm.
0: Yeah, and uh, those are your fun facts. There's also, there's tons of other fun facts about this online. It's a very famous movie. Go find them for yourself. But those are the ones we're covering today.
1: Well, thank you for those fun facts, Paige. Let's talk a little bit about box office. So, what do you think the production budget was for Blade 2 in 2002?
0: Blade 2, the bladeening.
1: Yes, Roe v. Blade, if you
0: will two colon roe v blade <laughs> is so great yeah because chris Christofferson just like lights up that thing of fetuses and then they just bounce all over the floor he's like unplanned parenthood and just like no! closes it down <laughs> it's <laughs> insane
2: i think you mean giant sized caviar
1: oh no. uh-huh. would you eat human caviar mikey those are not human. Ugh, they're humanoid. I'm out. I couldn't do it.
0: Anyway, um 60 million?
1: Okay, Mikey, what do you think? I'm going to say closer to 50. Okay, you guys are technically on either side of but but Mikey you're technically closer. It's $54 million. And again, that was 22 years ago. So, that would be like $91.4 million today cuz inflation be stupid.
0: Well spent. Yeah.
1: This movie came out on March 22nd, 2002. And it was, of course, number one in the box office the week it came out. It beat the number two movie, Ice Age. It beat the number three movie was a re-release of the extraterrestrial, E.T. Number four was Showtime, and number five was Resident Evil. What do you think Blade brought in in its opening weekend? Again, that's Blade 2. Excuse me.
0: I'm going to say opening weekend at number one in the middle of March in 2002, It brought in 42 million.
1: Okay. I'm going to say 31. Mikey, you are closer. In fact, very close. It's $32.5 million. This movie was in the box office for a total of 10 weeks. It was in the top five for the first three weeks, top 10 for the first four weeks, and then fell out of the top 10 and then eventually out of theaters after a 10-week run. But what do you think it made domestically at the box office
0: a hundred and four
1: okay mikey what do you think 112 that's a little high it was 81.6 million dollars domestically however it also made another 72.6 million dollars internash, which brings the total to 154.3 million dollars and if you adjust that for inflation, that's roughly $261.4 million today. That's the So up. it made money. Literally $100 million more than its budget is what it brought in just in Worldwide Box. That's why it gets a third. It did great, guys. But that's your box office. So, Mikey, do you want to hit him with that scary scale?
2: Yeah, our scary scale is a scale of 1 to 10 of how scary we found the film today. Our one example is Ghostbusters. Our 10 example is Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
1: Page.
0: Um this is a one for me It's just a good time I'm not scared at all
1: Todd I'm gonna give it a three Cause that body horror fucked with me Hated it I'm gonna go ahead and give it a one Okay And that's our scary scale So this week You both equally Made us watch Blade 2 What are you making us watch next week?
0: Well, next week we have a special guest. Yeah. But because of that, we're all watching
1: The Blackening. Yeah. So your homework is to watch The Blackening that literally just came out last year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it came out in June. We wanted to do it in June, but then the strike happened. Yeah. And uh, yeah, bummer summer. Yeah. But
1: we're doing it now, and we have an awesome special guest. We can't wait for y'all to meet her.
0: Yay. Yeah.
1: So, Mikey, do you have a review for us to read?
2: No, I didn't look at one. I'll remind you that's what we do now.
1: <laughs> So while you're looking one up, let me read one of our Spotify comments that we got on our most recent The Lost Boys episode, and I'm going to go with this one that came in a few minutes ago, actually an hour ago, from Aaron, and she says, I'm sorry, did nobody catch Todd's mom's spaghetti slash M&M joke? And I listened back to it, and yeah, they did miss my M&M joke. Both of them did. Sorry. But it was nice to know that some listeners got it, so
0: Aaron, thanks for... Dropping that comment. If you had one shot, one opportunity (laughs) to make a joke. (laughs) (laughs) To
1: impress your friends who are not paying attention at this moment. That's what happened to me last week. But the listeners heard it. So, Mikey, whose review are you going to read this week? I'm going to read Ginger Toad. It's long.
2: Well, what does Ginger Toad have to say? Sol- Solidarity with the pod is the title. Okay, so I'm on my ninth or tenth re-listen of all the episodes containing the current host lineup. Well, that's very intense and scary for me. So, <laughs> uh, that's a lot. Thank just you. can't, yeah, thank you. That's <laughs> awesome. Just, just can't bring myself to go back before this iteration. Uh Maybe you guys should revisit some more of the older movies. Huh. Let me tell you
1: we are we did we did a whole month of it yeah
2: uh anyway as i'm re-listening i find more and more sol- solidarity with y'all todd i too wear layers and jeans in the house <laughs> thank you Ugh. i'm currently sitting in my room listening to the bride of chucky episode again and jeans a sweatshirt and boots awesome Damn, and boots in the house what the f-
0: i'm i'm wearing this only sweatshirt. if it's flooded No bra, and then I've got pajama pants on that have Jason and Michael Myers on them.
1: I'm wearing an undershirt, a button down shirt, and a hoodie, jeans, shoes. This is my person. I understand this person. I'm Winnie the Pooh style, just this red t shirt on, nothing else. I
0: respect it. That's how I was for my first meeting this morning. What's up?
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then he, she, the this person goes on. uh, In uh, I have eight pets. I have seven dogs and a cat. What? It's a long story. Always is three, but since my daughter and her boyfriend are living here now, I've that I've added four more dogs.
0: Ah, yeah. So they're not all hers.
2: Mikey, I too love Mikey movies. As a Gen Xer, I'm especially fond of all the '80s film. I have also seen Enemy Mine and loved it. Well, you're gonna
0: you're gonna love <laughs> this episode. Everyone wants us to do Enemy yeah, Mine. <laughs> you're gonna love this one.
1: So, uh, Mom and Dad save the universe. Is that what it was, Mikey? Save the, save world? the world. Oh,
2: so, excuse me. Sorry. I find myself talking to you guys through the phone with the interjections of a Gen Zer explaining things from the '80s movies. Yep, that's how it was. Very little supervision, <laughs> drunk parents, and kids smoking. It was a crazy time. Yeah. <laughs> Also when the Hicks say, say when Hicks says stay frosty in the classic Amazing Aliens, he's that's is the he's telling them to stay on their toes, keep on guard, etc. And I've heard it used that way before. Interesting. Okay. Oh, all
0: right. All right. Look, I'll listen to anything Hicks says. Hell yeah. What's
2: up? <laughs> on the beginning is that it's not space dust, but instead instead like a frost because it's cold in the ship since she's in stasis. Oh. And the ship is kind of in sleep mode. I don't believe a ship is covered with water, I personally, with electronics. It's fine.
1: We are in the middle of a review. We are not relitigating aliens. We okay, are not. Okay, okay, yeah,
2: okay. you can go listen to that episode if you want that. Uh, I also love The Thing 80s <laughs> Kurt Russell, Michael Bean, right, Page, oh, yeah. and Evil Dead. Of I, yes. I introduced my son to Evil Dead, and he loves it. Love, love, love this podcast. I cannot get enough, obviously, since I'm re over and over again my favorite genre of movies i love how you guys break it down i laugh almost till i pee myself <laughs> almost guys nickname. just almost uh, thank you for putting out an awesome podcast and thank you for being such reliable people and it feels like hanging out with friends and i didn't point out that i have in comment with Paige a lot like i like shoulders and upper arms also feminism who does, all of you are awesome thank love you and extra for arms. keeping me entertained five stars
1: i love the energy of that review thank you so much ginger toad that was amazing And if you want to have Mikey read your five-star review Or me read your Spotify comment Leave us a Spotify comment or a five-star review And we'll read them on the podcast So guys, if you like this show But want to hear this power thruple On another movie review show About romance and romantic comedies Check out Romancing the Pod Where Mikey, Paige, and I break down And make fun of romantic movies It's a lot of fun, guys, check it out If you want to follow us on social, please do We are at HorrorVirgin Or online at HorrorVirgin.com if you want to follow us all individually, you can do that as well. Page is at page Wesley Not a lot of fun for me This episode brought to you by Tia And Tia's teenager's been like driving her crazy this week So how has Tia's teenager been driving her crazy?
0: She keeps sneaking out to go to blood raves
1: What is it with the youths going out to blood raves? Am I right? Are your kids blood raving at the (laughs) mall? Tonight at 10. (laughs) The (laughs) answer is no. Tia, (laughs) hopefully you can lock that down. Listen, this episode's also brought to you by Jonathan. And Jonathan normally sends me a video, but we've run out. So, Jonathan, send me some more videos to make us watch. But until you do, thank you so much for the support. And we now return you to another episode of... uh, Uh, The Patreonicals. I sit through at least 2 2 hours 30 minutes every horror virgin recording looking forward to seeing your face as i sing Patreonicals and just watch the dread set in it is like one of my favorite parts of my day mikey welcome back to computer world <laughs> <laughs> which is intellectually distinct it's from it's Tron. <laughs> Tron. <laughs>
2: it's drawn
1: right pm right it all looks like the uh aha music video. Yeah.
0: Thank you for supporting our podcast. This is why we have the stories. Patreon Uh
2: the men, which is multiple cyborg people who are glowy. They're all in a computer verse. It's like it's like an inceptional verse. We went over this. Yeah,
1: yeah. We talked about this. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: yeah. We've
0: seen Tron. Yeah, we get
2: it. Hey kidnapped someone last episode did they mikey
1: maybe Ooh, i guess we'll never know <laughs> uh they took kate okay uh-huh you could always retcon it like blade too like what happened was like the main <laughs> character just walked away from kate and all we did was hear a gunshot we don't know if Kate shot no, somebody or I herself. Remember. There you go, they Mikey. They stole Sunzie, the laddie child. oh yeah, yeah, he figured it out. It <laughs> is 1143
2: p.m., guys. All right. So clones of men bring the laddie child in front of Isaac and evil Matthew and their alliance of evil that is keeping everyone in the computer simulation. So. Yes. And evil Dr. Isaac, who's like, they've been falling for it. And as my entertainment, I've been traveling with them in their simulations. And then we want to turn this little laddie child evil. What is your name? Sunzy? Oh, you look stupid. This is dialogue.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Who is saying it? Saying it to whom? How do we understand? (laughs) Good night. It is dialogue being
1: spoken into the universe by no one in particular. Uh, Evil,
2: Ma- Evil Matthew and Isaac are, every other word, they're skipping words. They have connected their brains through the system.
0: Oh, that's going to make the dialogue way easier to understand. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, they're in a giant fortress that
2: looks like a Tron version of G.I. Joe base, but not the flagship, which is the 1986 giant aircraft carrier that came out for G.I. Joe. Because that just looks like a regular aircraft carrier. No,
1: this is like a different base. When did the Patreonicals just become Mikey Talks You Through His Childhood Toys? Our family could not afford the flag carrier.
2: It was six feet long.
1: Holy shit, who who has room for that? His dad was like, I'd love to get you the flag carrier, but I gotta go out for cigarettes. I had the tank
2: base that moved. It was a much cheaper version of that stuff. That's okay. I didn't need a six-foot-long aircraft carrier.
0: Clearly, it hasn't affected you in any way. At all.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Dad! (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, they're in their
2: new G.I. Joe fortress base. The cybernetic world has a lot of weird stuff on there. Kind of like that movie. Wink. Tron. Ton. (laughs) Drawn. Drawn. And there's, there's men's everywhere flying ships, doing work and stuff. There's also programs and all that crap. Anyway... Back in the thing. Karun and Natasha discover that they can connect their heads like in Demolition Men and have thought sex. So they got distracted and started doing that. Hell yeah.
1: Which is weird to say
2: first, but it was the first thing that we needed to get out of the way.
1: I actually, I know how you got there because we were talking about the mind melting. Yeah, with melt. their brains yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. I got there with you, yeah. Boom.
2: So, Jet, Wes's jet ski is extra long So uh, Laura the giant red thing Was like Hey there's a town Close Or whatever And So they go to this Computer town And it's A medium sized town With some like Two three four story buildings And it looks Like Tron Tatooine And Uh <laughs> Moss Eisley Or whatever Tron
1: Tatooine so. Is what you're referring Tron to tr- yes. Tron Tatooine The toween. very famous Tron Tatooine Yeah It's got two <laughs> moons That's no moons Uh, So uh,
2: (laughs) Wes is like Ah so useful in this plot line Boom and then uh, (laughs) Aaron gets out with her Arrow of light and shoots a man Who's just he was like patrolling There they're basically like Tron Troopers wink
1: And if you combine those two words It's just troopers still honestly
0: (laughs) (laughs) I really wish We could go back to the Munderdome
1: (laughs) Ooh, <laughs> we might we might end up there. Who knows? We might. Who knows what we will? Who knows where we will go?
2: I I like this computer world. I've got some creativity juices flowing here.
1: Okay. I can't wait to see them take effect.
0: I just don't want to hear any more about Mikey's juices. You guys don't like like cranberry juice or anything? No. Anyway,
2: <laughs> uh, um, uh, Ali's like. Is there a way to digitally change me out of mermaid status into a person who could function and also have plots in this Tron
1: world? I do think it's time she graduates to non-aquarium based plots. Sure. Yeah. And Wes is the jet ski and then Boezy
2: was riding him. Boezy gets off and he's like, you're my girl. I'm gonna change you or whatever. And so Jeremy with his laser vision cuts a door in one of the buildings just to look inside. And Libby goes in with a lightsaber lit and Mr. Ray Brom sends in one of the bombs and it was, it just happened to be some innocent programs and they killed all of them. And it was just very tragic. Sounds like it. Uh, river moon is like, well, since I'm the antivirus software here, I think if we gather to the city center, we'll be able to find a way to change your legs. Sex Caliber, come with your power glove uh, because we're going to need you to reshape <laughs> reshape her leg. I
0: forgot about the power glove. Sex Caliber shaped legs. She- sex Caliber, help Amy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> A- Allie. It's Allie in this movie. It's not Amy anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's Allie.
0: <laughs> Allie, good. Allie, reshape legs.
2: Uh, they're like, Madeline, do your thing. So she runs cartwheels light speed fast around the city over and over again. So it walls off the city. Hell yeah. And they end up hunting... Uh, Edward uses his computer hammer And uh, hunts the rest of the The men's in the city There's only a few Because it's a small little village And then they go to the center To try to gather the townspeople To change Allie's legs back And that's the end of the episode
1: Well I guess we'll have to wait till next week to find out If
0: Allie gets legs On another episode of The The Patreonicals That's gonna be it for us you guys I'm Paige
1: I'm Mikey And I'm your horror virgin Todd Keep it spooky. Yeah. Have a great week. It's 11.51 p.m. As we're ending this episode.
0: Taco Bell nerds. Roe v. Blade nerds.